What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Unapologetically Opinionated, hosted by your girl, Jaja. This podcast, literally, all your opinions, advice, anything you want to give up, SMT, gossip, all of that shit is unapologetic. So talk your shit. The fuck is y'all talking about? Stay tuned for more episodes coming up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back. We about to go ahead and get into this topic of discussion. Something I ran across on Facebook earlier today. Um, I referenced it off EXO, Nico, spelling EXO, N-E-C-O-L-E. Um, I do believe it's like a blog if I'm not mistaken, but something caught my attention with um, the actress Lala Anthony. It says she knows that being a boss requires ruffling some feathers. She was able to hustle her way out of a broke mindset, but not without having to burn some bridges. So I kind of wanted to touch on that because at some extent that is true. You kind of can't get through life without telling people no without them having an attitude because you're elevating or them just being mad because they don't want to get out their comfort zone so if you act broke you'll be broke but it's hard to act rich and be broke also so but I'm gonna get into the article it's that being broke is a mindset that Lala Anthony hustled her way out of but according to her she didn't do it without having to buy some bridges so, after booking her first hosting gig on MTV at only 19, you hear me? Out here doing it. She now 38. God damn, that bitch is bad as hell in power. She didn't got thick as hell. Like, I don't even know how Carmelo even allowed her to even have that sex scene with Tommy because that that was real. That one of them little fake-ass pornos where they be covering up the private part and they be humping on each other. No, that shit was real. They was fucking fucking. But at any rate, she is a best-selling author. She's a businesswoman, a mother of one, and she's still booked in her motherfucking bag. But in a recent interview, she revealed both the method and the motivation behind her nonstop grind. According to Lala, she entered the industry at such a young age. It was never about acquiring fame, but it was always about generational wealth. In an interview, she explained that when she started, she wasn't hustling for a Benz or a big house. She just didn't want to be fucking broke. She sound like me. I don't give a fuck about no Bentley truck, no motherfucking SRT charger, no motherfucking charger with an extra fucking Hemi in it. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Give me a little shooter that can get me from A, B, and maybe C, and D. And and I'm cool. Give me a little house I, I can build up my motherfucking self. And that's what it is. She said her mom always made it work with whatever she had 
to keep her family together. Even when she was a single parent. And honestly, that's like the motivation behind my goddamn life story. Like seeing your mama be single, doing whatever fuck she got to do for her children. That gives you motivation to definitely have that type of courage, pride, confidence. And just knowing that you got to do what you got to do for yours. Like at the end of the day, I sacrifice damn near everything I want to do for real. Like, a lot of people be looking at my life like, damn, she get to do whatever the fuck she want to do, and she don't have her kids that much, and whoop-de-whoop, and mm, yeah, mm -hmm, fuck you, sweetheart, because last time I checked, last time that I checked, what? It was my business, and um, you in it, and don't do that. Stop pocket-watching me, fuck. My kids is greatly taken care of, you hear me? And, And... no, it ain't all by myself. So I do shout out to the ones that is helping me. But it comes to a point where I don't need the help, you understand? But I do appreciate it, and I'm thankful for it. Getting back to her, she said that's why her goal in life was to always not be broke. Shit, that was, that was my mindset, too. My mama was never broke. And anything I asked for, I probably didn't get it right then and there. Oh, but I had a substitute. Listen, I had a roof over my head, clothes on my back, food on the table, and a great-ass education, and a mama that had advice for my ass to, to live with, regardless if she was going to stay in my life. And I took that shit and ran with it. And, like, I probably wouldn't be the woman I am today because I didn't take that into consideration. But, yeah, it wasn't about having a career. I didn't even know what I wanted to do, but I knew what being broke felt like and I know I didn't want to have those feelings again and facts motherfuckers be ready to commit motherfucking suicide around this motherfucker because they broke and don't get me wrong it, it came a point in time I was like god like what's up so I got some ass or something cause, cause even though it's a sin I, I gotta get this chicken but no I, <laughs> he didn't make this daughter to sell no ass cause I bet you be Rich by now. <laughs> but no. Almost 20 years later. And 10 million followers. Later. La La Prayer. Definitely paid off in full. But it did not come without burning some motherfucking bridges along the way. The mommy mogul. Told in style. That as a recovering. People pleaser. Ruffling feathers wasn't always easy. But it was definitely necessary. Like, sometimes you don't want to burn certain bridges. Sometimes you got to to get to where you want to be. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's just like you're doing for you. You have to take care of you. If you ain't all the way right, you can't do shit for nobody. And check this out. I ain't, I ain't out to please the whole motherfucking world or the whole Michigan or Detroit. Hell to the gnaw. If you ain't my damn kids. Or my family, you, you you pretty much just just I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she said it took time to get to a place where outside validation wasn't important. Like period. I say that all the time. Your perspective of me doesn't matter. But fuck, I don't give a fuck what you think, what you like about me. I don't give a fuck what you love about me. If it's all love, show me love then. 
Cause you hating on a bitch. That's what it sound like. What? Cardi B, you know. <laughs> Girl. But when you on TV, people always got something to say. And this was before Instagram, Twitter, motherfucker, crush spot, black planet, damn tender, plenty of fish, catfish. All, all before all of that, before a comment could tear you the fuck down. Like, I know celebrities that get clapped back at, like, random ass normal people, but it hurts them so bad. They have to clap back at your ass. And I swear to God, when I touch me a meal, you can comment on my shit if you want to. You can call me a whore, a big head bitch, little bald head whore from Joy Road and the projects, little red ass. I don't give I don't give a fuck about none of that. Cause cause that million dollars, it don't give a fuck about me being no rat. And and that's how my check, you niggas was not paying my motherfucking bills. I think my first and last name is on my shit. And I think they be taking shit off my card. The fuck? <laughs> but before Twitter and all that shit, like first of all, Twitter Instagram, Facebook gave niggas lives. You could have been the plainest Jane in the fucking world or the goofiest troop. And you made one one real ass status. You could have quoted Lil Dirk or something. A little baby. A bitch would have swore up and down you was the realest nigga in America. And got catfished knowing that you was a whole goofball. Cornball. <laughs> but... I mean, niggas live for that social media shit. She said she was a people pleaser and she wanted everybody to like her and be her friend. Girl, please, fuck them niggas. She used to let people run all over her. The disrespect, bitch, please. Because she didn't want to ruffle nobody. See, that's what it is. It be because you don't want them feeling some type of way. Then fuck them niggas' feelings. The fuck? I don't think they was concerned about your feelings even asking you some dumb ass shit. You sound crazy as hell. Run across me. Cross me, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I came in this world alone. And that's how I go leave. Last time I checked funeral homes, nor caskets make bump beds around this bitch. But she learned that in order to do what was best for herself, that was necessary. And that's, that's just touching on what I just fucking said. You have to do for you. Worry about you. If you sit on this earth... Every day, waking up, wondering if the next motherfucker like you. Something wrong with you. Because when you open your eyes and your feet touch the ground, even before your feet touch the ground, when you open your eyes and you know that you're still here another day, another 24 hours to make a motherfucking progress, I'm not about to give up. I'm going to thank God and keep it pushing. It's just as simple as that. I'm not worried about another motherfucker pockets when I wake up. I ain't worried about if the next bitch like me. I'm 30 years old. And when I say I can literally count on one hand, how many bitches actually... Mm, let me say this, because I can't say they actually told me. Because ain't nobody <laughs> came to Jaleesa and said, I don't like you. You had to either sneak this on social media or call somebody we was mutually friends with. And I heard it from them. And then at that point, it don't even sound real. I'd be like, damn, she don't like me. Why she ain't tell me? But whole time, yo ass not been around me smiling in my motherfucking face. Ready to break bread with the guy around this bitch. But that's why I said, like, at the end of the day, I don't even call bitches friends. I got literally two, three friends that has been 
down with me since day one. Bitches that tell me what the fuck I need to hear, not what the fuck I want to hear. And that's all I can ask for. I ain't recruiting no new bitches. Like, literally, bitches I grew up with, that's it. And I'm going to tap in more to my female family side of the family. Other than that, I'm, I'm cool on <laughs> that shit. Like, bitches ain't even trying to be friends. They want to be acquaintances. They want to follow behind you. They want to copy. They want to gossip. They want to have secret animosity. Like, that shit we- weird as fuck. It's weak as hell, too. It's like a, w- a weak bitch sport. I wish I had bitches that would want to come and partner with my business or something. You know? But bitches hate so much on your downfall. Like, damn, bitch, you still ain't got a bag, though. Like, I just ask that when you speaking on me, please make sure your shit is lit, yeah? Because it ain't nothing I can't fucking do. Every day, my head is on a different idea, being creative than a motherfucker. Like, I literally said I'm gonna pop up with a podcast did that million shows later bank accounts full <laughs> what are you talking about stomachs full oh and you nine followers and nine listeners and you full of shit too fuck is you talking about <laughs> I fucking rap from time to time a bitch can hit a note if she wanted to damn I do lashes a bitch sell lashes lipstick Lip gloss. God damn, like it's just fucking up there. Anything I put my mind to and I say I'ma do it, I'ma do it. And I, I don't let nobody stop me. Just go for family and fucking friends. I don't do that shit. <laughs> I don't I don't give a fuck that much to care about another person's opinion. That's why I made a podcast. I actually want to hear people's opinion, but at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. So when I say and rebuttal to your shit. Just understand, I'm not apologizing for it. It is what it is. <laughs> Back to Lala. It was her desire to overcome her circumstances that drove her to get into the industry, but her desires basically exceeded her own expectations that kept her hustling type of shit. Like, she received backlash as her being Lakeisha on motherfucking power. I told y'all, because I ain't gonna lie. When I seen that sex scene with her and Tommy, I said... I'm about to DM this nigga Carmelo, bro. Like, this nigga wife foul as hell. <laughs> but that ain't none of my fucking business. And, I mean, if... Even if they was together, I do think they was married or engaged. But even if so, at the end of the day, it's about that chicken. Like, that's a whole fucking gig. That's a job. Like, she's in the act, acting career. Like... It's going to be some roles you're going to have to motherfucking play that you probably don't want to. Like, I ain't even going to lie. Now, check this out. Since I had the chip, too, right? I didn't fuck around and signed up for BMF. Like, I wanted to be a little... If a bitch got to be a little extra in the background when they when they eating or something, chopping up the meetings, I was going to be in the back, like, eating my salad. But I was going to keep looking in the camera so y'all could see me. See me. Or whatnot. Because they don't like giving bitches credit. Or if I had to play the little crack kid... With the chip too, that it was cool. Because at the end of the day, I I was going to have a chance to meet 50. Probably write a little letter to Big Meech. Because, you know, he's still locked up. You know, free my nigga Big Meech. You know, whatever. Like, T, what, T Flynn? Like, all of them niggas, like, Big T, Southwest T. Like, pretty sure he going to be in the movie. So, like, it's like connections and networking. I don't give a fuck what role I had to play. 
Y'all think baby girl that played on Holiday Heart is Wanda? You 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 think her was worried about people probably calling her a crackhead to this day? To, she played the fucking role to the T. To this to this point, so what a guy I be thinking she should just play a crackhead in all the movies because she was like this was, but it 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 was also touching a lot of different aspects in that movie. Not only homosexuality, like it was dealing with drugs, it was dealing with parenting, like coming up in that time, like and you got a daughter that's watching you. And then she was a writer. So it's like the her drugs took over her type of shit, but she played that role to the fucking T. And I ain't gonna lie, Miss Lakeisha, Miss Lala, her was throwing that ass back. You hear me to the point I was like, mm, Tommy kinda looking like you fucking like he a nigga. And I always thought Tommy had a little black in him because that nigga is not, he, he is not a white man. That is not a white man. I beg to differ. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure she had a lot of backlash. Like, they definitely was calling her a hoe. Niggas was worried about where the fuck Carmelo was during the time she was even <laughs> shooting the scene. But she proud to say that she is the jack of many trades and therefore she can secure many fucking bags once again. Y'all don't pay her fucking bills. She want to throw her ass back on Tommy and then go back to Carmelo and, and fix a nice dinner and play wife. Let her be great. The fuck? She also told InStyle that despite what's, what's said in her comment section, she going to always be her biggest supporter. In fact, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Y'all probably going to be like, this, this bitch ain't going to make it. Her ain't going to do shit. She always talking about what she going to do. She ain't did it. Woo-woo. First of all, you ain't going to know my every fucking move. What I put on fucking Facebook is for y'all to know. Duh. How else you gonna know I got a podcast if I don't share the link? How the hell I'm gonna expect y'all to listen if I don't have no information for y'all? That, that's dumb. I promote my motherfucking lashes and I can count on my hands how many people actually came and fucked with me. But do I give a fuck? My bag on and inventory is back in. So business is great. Life is good. And <laughs> where's the future? She said for so long, people tried to put her in a box. She was told, you're an MTV VJ. You're a radio host. You're a reality TV person. You know what? She, I forgot, like, she did. And if I ain't mistaken, she was like, she was a host to a reality show. But it was, was it Bad Girls Club? It was the shit with Monique. And, like, some of the bitches from Flavor of Love, like, Charm School, they, she was t- trying to take the ghetto out of bitches and show them some fucking class. But bitches was definitely tripping on that show to the point, like, she was, like, she was the host, and she like, damn, let me let me step the fuck back type of shit. But I don't, she was young as hell on there, so she definitely elevated to power, so... She was proud that she was able to break those barriers and show people that she was good at more than one thing. And she is. Shit. The bitch can talk. Like, being a host ain't really shit. If you look at it, it's really not. It's just talking, maintaining the motherfucking audience. And you got to give your audience something to want to listen to. Like, sometimes my topic of discussion, motherfuckers probably don't want to hear it. But once again, I am a different breed of a bitch. I really got a mindset of a goddamn 50-year-old in a 30-year-old body. And it's been this way since I was 13. 
And it's not like I wanted to grow up and I didn't want to be a kid. I had to. Like, losing my mama really took a toll on me. So, like, any females around me, like, they all got some aspect in my life where it's it's helping me to keep it moving. Like, my best friends, they give me advice on certain shit. We in the same age group, so we understand a lot of shit. And sometimes we don't know everything, so shit. I might know something about a relationship. My best friend Maya might know something. I might call Candace on a different note. Like, it's just, or, and I might ask Kiera for some advice. Like, at the end of the day, I'm asking because I need clarity on it. And they may have told me stories where they already been through it. But it's like vice versa for real because at the end of the day, I feel like I dealt with so much with one person. I feel like I know everything. Like, I feel like a nigga can't take me through anything. So I started. What I started doing, because I started hearing a lot of backlash about me being like, and I'm a hard lover, so anybody I fuck with, they gonna tell you I'm loyal, I'm supportive. Probably the realest bitch in America that they ever met. And I don't say that just to be like, two two of my own horn, beep, beep, but it's up there. And like, I heard this from other people, so it's like, I've been hearing this all my life. So like, at the end of the day, I'm not rushing shit, I don't really fuck with the relationship type of shit right now but I do have loyal friends and I do have people that I dealt with and it's like it's the embarrassment for me I'm not even gonna lie (laughs) y'all I'm gonna come back with the disrespect for the day but yeah like broke is a mindset for sure and it's much as you think you're broke, like, you're going to track brokenness. You're going to be around people with no goals, no ambitions to do shit, but stay broke. You are what you attract. And, like, the law of attraction is so fucking real, but it takes a lot of work on your end. Because if you're not aligned with the universe when they're trying to bless you, shit can go left. And I'm in the, the realm right now where I'm aligned with my shit. So I'm not allowing nobody to step on my shit and fuck up my peace. Cause if if you fuck with my peace, I can't afford you. You you got you might be too fucking expensive. Like if you cost me my peace, you too expensive and I can't afford you. Please get the fuck ASAP. At the end of the day, I do what I gotta do for me. Because if I don't do for me, and that's physically, mentally, and spiritually. I won't be able to do for shit my kids. Nobody that helped me with my kids. I'm not going to be able to do shit if I'm not shit. That's why I stay away from the fuckery. But understand. I can. Get back out of that character. But what I've realized is certain people. Will agitate that character to bring it out. And once they bring it out, they won. I lost. But what makes them more mad is when they can't bring that character out and I'm on a whole different cloud, that makes them pissed off. I literally know people to this day. Motherfuckers don't want to hear about my podcast. Motherfuckers don't want to hear about my lashes, me going to school, me about to drop an AP, get a new whip. Niggas don't want to hear that. 
They want to hear, oh, you fucked up, you broke, you need me, you hungry. Fuck out of here. Let me tell you something. Since before my son, I've been feeding my motherfucking self. I've never starved. And if I did, I starved myself because I wanted more on my fucking plate. I pray on good days. I pray on bad days. I pray when I'm blessed. I pray when I'm fucking distressed. Or in stress. Depressed. I've done it all. So can't nobody tell me that man ain't real. So at the end of the day, if if what I'm doing <laughs> is what that man want me to do or set me out to do to take care of me and mine, you and yours just need to stay out of my way. Us black people definitely got a problem with unity around this motherfucker. But that's a different episode. Definitely going to touch on that shit. But that's a different situation. At the end of the day, do for you. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to hit y'all with another break. Two more songs. And coming up is... Is that disrespect for me? Is that disrespect for me? Yeah. I should record that, but whatever. You heard it live here first. Now, I don't want y'all to start copywriting my, my shit because that voice, like I'm a baby Whitney. So, and <clears> throw <throat> baby. Say <laughs> no, y'all. Be right back. <laughs> Bitches, overcooking noodles, little dumb ass bitches. My baby daddy 
that shit ass bitches. But when he go to jail on the stick ass bitches, Nicki Minaj bang ass bitches, fuck every nigga with a name ass bitches, internet celebrities, lame ass bitches, cold like my last pink ass bitches, forehead can't use the pink ass bitches, read no statuses, lurk ass bitches, every video trying to twerk ass bitch, got fired from Chrysler trying to twerk ass bitches, sit down. What you trying to twerk on the motherfucking line? Get your dumb ass out of here, bitch. This hoe's done, man. Some of y'all hoes just so fucking stupid, dog. And I was going light, man. I'm about to turn up on y'all bitches for real, Hey. Prisons on the face ass bitches Every week get promote aces ass bitches Niggas with the cross, basic ass bitches Baby saying that the job pump faking ass bitches Say you got the web and no walls having bitches Saggy ass titties no bra having bitches Set up hoes fuck all y'all bitches Best friends having bitches Oh you fucking that nigga Calling every single nigga thirsty ass bitch But I swear you half naked every motherfucker picture Can't cook a lick but you stay calling swishers Spin your whole check on weave and liquor Face full of makeup talking about no filter Choosing ass bitches you a fucking gold digger Always call the hoes ugly Look in the mirror, talking about the cold. Yeah, bitch, only in the winter. I'm cutting hoes up like a motherfucker blender. Tall ass bitch, girl, you should have been the center. Told all you got to how they brother is a killer. You think you're only nigga in the city with a shooter? Old ass bitch, you a bad ass cougar. I ain't looking at your hoes, treat you like Medusa. You bitch need to bust up like the Great Lake ruler. I'm just being out of just like my nigga Future. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I wanna put that motherfucker song on the disrespect for the day. <laughs> Matter of fact, we go ahead and add that in the segment. Got two more minutes. This song so fucking disrespectful, but I ain't gonna lie. He definitely put bitches out there. <laughs> that nigga say banging ass bitches, babysitting ain't a job ass bitches. You got caught twerking at Chrysler ass bitches. He say, I know. I know you ain't twerking on the line, bitch. Go sit your dumb ass down. <laughs> that was definitely the disrespect for me today. Like, <laughs> But it ain't disrespectful because these hoes, yeah, y'all hoes be twerking everywhere. I seen the motherfucking video on Facebook. It was a dirty bitch on the ground with the knees on the concrete for me. Five bitches like twerking in between two cars at a fucking gas station. That fucking, that's, that goddamn video read Eastside vibes for me all over, but I'm not even going to do the Eastside like that because the parts I've been on um, been nice as fuck. So there could have been some Westside bitches, not, and I will hope out of the simple fact that I'm a Westside bitch, I will, I, I, I will hope y'all ain't just, just, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't taking no L for that. <laughs> That shit is red ass shit. I swear to God. Now I didn't twerk on the car stop. Now ain't no motherfucking traffic light either. I seen that video too. And the bitch skirted off on her ass and she looked the dumbest hell falling. Mm-hmm. You dumbest looking stupid. Bitches will do anything to go viral around this motherfucker. You see Gorilla Glue Girl. At this point, that bitch know how to run. What's up, y'all? On this rainy ass Monday, 
I wasn't even going to do an episode today, but I decided to because I kind of want to take this into full time. Since I've been seeing, I've been getting so much love. Like, it's it's really the love for me. Like, I'm really just, like, overexcited seeing everybody tap in. Like, even if you don't even listen to it, by you even tapping on the link, like, it still show me love. And, like, that's all I wanted, for real. I just feel like with so much going on, I feel like my opinions and feelings don't really matter to, like, higher authority. So I figured while I got this platform and social media, why not just say my opinions and feelings on that and stream it? And then maybe I can get some opinions from other people, other places. Like, I just want to see how everybody else feel about things that's going on in the world. Like, it's not all about turning up type shit. I've always been the type of bitch where I will research some shit. I will Google some shit in a minute if I don't know it. And I never had a problem with asking somebody something if I didn't fully understand it. To gain clarity, sometimes that's just, that's what you got to do. You got to kind of put your pride to the side and say, fuck it. I need help. And that's my biggest pet peeve. I, I don't like telling people I need help. I kind of just get it out the mud type of shit and just keep it pushing. Because the end reward be so much greater than someone actually walking around knowing that they put you in a higher position. And no, sometimes we can't do it all by ourselves. We need certain networks and stepping stones and connections to get to where the fuck we want to be at. And I know this podcast is going to reach certain people. It, it don't even reach my age group. Like, it reaches other people that's older than me. And it might reach people that's younger than me. But, like, this show ain't for fucking kids. This is uncensored and unapologetically. <laughs> Fuck. But, yeah, today I'm going to just be some shit I just seen on social media that kind of just grew my attention. And I kind of just wanted to read off of it for real and get y'all feedback on things. Um, karaoke is still coming up. Um, I kind of want to have my venue. I told y'all that already. So, and, um, the prank calls, I think I'm going to start that like in June, probably. I should have started it in April and did it a session on April's fools and got the <laughs> calling all the fools that I know. You hear me? But yeah, I'm going to randomly pick somebody on my phone and I got like this voice disguiser type of shit. So, like, I'm probably asked for an idea, like, what to say, how to prank them. Or I might just come up with some shit my damn self. But we're going to go ahead and kick this off. I'm going to go ahead and leave y'all with two songs. Um, These are actually Detroit artists, as a matter of fact. Uh, I might throw some Cash Kids, some uh, Jay Swan. I hope I'm saying that right. Honestly, I'm not sure if he's from Detroit, but he's happening in with a lot of Detroit artists, so I kind of figured it was good for the goose is good for the gander. So you are right with me, sweetheart. 
But yeah, let me go ahead and get into this music. And y'all stay tuned for the topic of discussion. Be right back. Get the club with a bankroll, grab your raincoat, and the whip with 
with my chain on. Bitch, I'm Django. Yeah. I never think of bitches on mine. I think a words that come out bitches' mouth is all lies. After four or three, someday that bitch the puppy dog eyes. All my bitches go both ways. Call that cross eye. My niggas all grind. Either they work or toss pies. Some gangbanger. Flag out like they offside. Cash kid ho. If she don't fuck, she get sent home. Had that bitch walking with no shoes like the Flintstones. I swear. I swear to God, that's your main ho. I swear to God, that's the one we run a train on. I swear to God that my chain long. And you ain't fucking where I go, I got my chain on. I swear to God I'm a real nigga. I swear to God I got some shooters that I deal with. Nigga, it's either you can do it our way. Or you gonna find out the hard way. Damn. All right, y'all. I'm gonna leave y'all with another break. And we're gonna come back with it. It's the disrespect for me. <laughs> Baby, it was Max. Generic ass bitch, I wouldn't claim you on my tax. You on my cash key. Damn. What up, Jeff? RP, my nigga. I swear they did my nigga greasy like a piece of chicken. No bitch ride me so fast, that bitch need a ticket. If her head good, I break bread like I'm feeding pigeons. She a rat and you wiped her. I came quick and then I made her shake like a dryer. Better walk and give her a bus ticket that's inspired. Bitch, I wouldn't give you shit if you was a fucking diaper. Ball head, bitch. I swear to God, that's your main hoe. I swear to God, that's the one we run a train on. I swear to God that my chain on. And you ain't fucking where I go, I got my chain on. I swear to God I'm a real nigga. I swear to God I got some shooters that are deal with. It's the disrespect for me. All right, y'all, what's up? We back. We are back, and I am about to end this episode. Y'all can look for another episode. I probably won't do one tomorrow. Uh, so just be on the lookout for still the regular days Friday. I think that's seventh. Hit y'all with another topic of discussion, another disrespect to me. And we're going to go from there. But closing in marks, I just want everybody to win. So I've never been a selfish type of person. I feel like it's a lot of money out here. It's a lot of things to do, create. So at the end of the day, Anybody in a bag, stay in that motherfucker. And don't be listening to nobody that ain't paying your bills or taking care of your kids. Cause uh, that's 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 the only thing that matters right now. I'm trying to break generational curses and promote more generational wealth. So the foundation I'm building or that has been built and that is still being built, my brand definitely be able to rub off on my kids they as well got their own business in the making so i want them to understand that at the end of the day they have to do for them yes we depend on siblings and we all we got for sure my brother's all i got at the end of the day i still want him to have his own 
you know, go to in his own getaway. I don't want it to never end up where he has to depend on me or I have to depend on him. At the end of the day, we both got our own bags. We both into something. Shout out to Copacetic Jenkins, LLC, marketing and advertisement. Go tap in. He got perfume, cologne, all the shit y'all ass buy at Macy's and Somerset. Go hit that man up. The fuck is y'all talking about? <laughs> Go follow him on Facebook at Copacetic Jenkins. C-O-P-A-C-E-T-I-C. And y'all niggas know how to spell Jenkins. Fuck. Like, tap in. You need your roof fix. Holla at my cousin, Rostin Newman. On Facebook. Shit, y'all, y'all, y'all want to get some workout tips? Follow my cousin. Be calm around this motherfucker. You want some intellectual talk? You want some unbothered news? Shit. Tap into Marshall Burkison, my auntie. Life coach type shit. Tap into Jamel Hill's Unbothered podcast. Where she talking about everything. You hear me? I ain't tapped into the connection she got yet, but I'm up there. And same platform, different genre, different audience, period. I just got, I got a lot to say, but mm, it's a lot of shit I'll be thinking about and that just be in my head. And I'll be like, do anybody else in the world be thinking about this shit like I do? Yeah, so I'll be wanting to tap into my inter, inner Lisa. But yeah, I had fun talking my shit, giving y'all a little insight on some shit. Because shit, to be honest, broke being a mindset. So, <laughs> I just learned to live outside that goddamn box. I ain't never fake it till I make it. And anything I ever said that I was going to get, if I ain't got it yet, trust me, it's definitely in the progress. And you got to trust the process. Like, I'm not rushing shit. Tomorrow's not promised. Neither was yesterday. But here I am today. So, I'm going to go ahead let y'all go. Enjoy the rest of this Monday evening, Monday night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Keep it productive. And if it ain't about the money, don't be blowing me up. And get it. Stay tuned. This Friday, unapologetically opinionated, hosted by your girl, Jaja. Peace out.